Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Good health to all from Rexall. It's the Bill Harris Alice Faye Show, presented transcribed by the makers of Rexall drug products and 10,000 independent Rexall family druggists. Good evening. This week, we independent Rexall druggists would like to play Santa Claus to all you tired, last-minute Christmas shoppers. Our present to you is quick, easy, economical gift-buying without all the rush and worry. Suggestions? Well, there's Carinome, one of America's oldest and most respected line of beauty aids, and a Rexall exclusive. We have Carinome Cosmetics in delightful gift sets for as low as $1.25, up to a luxurious, completely fitted travel case for $79. Then there's Stag, Rexall's exclusive and popular toiletries for men. You can buy them individually gift-boxed for as little as 75 cents. Or in handsome combination sets and fitted bags up to fifteen ninety five. If you're faced with some of that last minute gift buying, look for the store with the orange and blue Rexall sign on the window. This week that sign means quick, easy, can't go wrong Christmas shopping. Merry Christmas to all from Rexall. Now your Rexall family druggist brings you the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. With Christmas just a week off, the Harris family is busily engaged putting a few Yuletide decorations around the house. Alice is hanging a holly wreath in the window. And Phil has just finished hanging some mistletoe over the door. There. Mistletoe. Ah, Philip, the many girls whose toes you've curled under this little sprig of greenery. <laughs> Daddy, what do you call that green stuff you just hung over the door? Oh, mistletoe, honey better known as smooching spinach. Why do you hang it over the door? Well, it's like a game, baby Alice. The idea is for a fella to get a girl under the mistletoe and then kiss her. Did you ever play the game, Daddy? Did I ever play... I was All-American 12 years in a row. You mean if a fella gets a girl under the mistletoe, he kisses her? That sounds like a silly game to me. Don't knock it till you've tried it, gal. 
Right, don't try it till you get my permission. Daddy, before you married Mommy, did you have any girlfriends? Oh, I had a few. I say a few. How many? Well, I don't remember. When I got married, I fired my scorekeeper. <laughs> you know something? I probably had more girlfriends than Bill. you could... Bill, what are you doing? Daddy's telling us about all the girls he knew before he met you. Oh, them. <laughs> should make for nice, dull conversation. Mommy, did you know that Daddy used to go out with other girls? Oh, of course I knew we went out with other girls. <laughs> I say girls. <laughs> I never knew what a girl was supposed to look like until he met me. Now, look, Father, stop bragging about your former... Hello there. Where is everybody? Oh, hello there. Good morning, children. Howdy doody, Philip. Howdy doody, oh you dimple darling You You know, sometimes, Willie, you're so cute I can just... stop chucking me under the chin I ain't chucking you under the chin I'm groping for your windpipe I see you have your decorations up, Alice And they look wonderful The holly and the berries What's that green stuff hanging in the doorway there? That's mistletoe what do you hang that up for? What do you... <laughs> oh, this kid really lives. <laughs> Why, I don't know, but he does. <laughs> Look, Willie, you're supposed to get a girl under... Look, didn't your father ever tell you about the birds and the bees? Naturally. Birds. A bird is a warm-blooded, feathered, egg-laying vertebrate commonly known as the avian seropsidus. <laughs> Huh? Bees. A bee is a honey-gathering hymenopterous insect of the genus Apis. All right, that... Willie. All right, all right. So that's the scientific definition of the birds and the bees. Well. <laughs> I must have a talk with my father. Papa is away off the bean. <laughs> your brother always has... I also has... know about fish. Now, shut up! <laughs> like our decorations? Oh, Alice, they're beautiful. And I'm glad to see that you people are imbued with the Christmas spirit. <laughs> That's more than I can say for our city fathers. Where's the big community tree they always have in front of City Hall? I ask you, where is it? Well, don't look at me. I ain't got it. <laughs> no, you're right, Willie. I wonder why they don't have the tree up this year. That's what I'm going to find out. I'm on my way down to City Hall right now to get to the bottom of this. I'll go in and I won't come out till I know the whys and the wherefores. What did he say? He said he's going in on his why and coming out on his where. <laughs> you know, Willie, you're right. We should have a community tree and I'm going to the city hall with you. You're coming too, Phil. If enough people protest, we'll get results. But, Alice, I can't go. I've got a date with Frankie. Well, we'll pick him up and take him too. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know if I'm in favor of this. Gee whiz, in order to put a tree up, you gotta chop one down. What's wrong with that? I don't believe in it. You see, I've an affinity for our little green brothers. And if you'll lend me your big flapping ears, I'll proceed to tell you why. There is a tree grows near our house. It's been there quite some time. 
Now the tree is a slippery elm tree and awful hard to climb. But when my wife gets after me, in that tree I always roost. Why, I can go right up it just like a healthy squirrel. I don't never need no boost. But the other day, a woodman came round to uh, chop my refuge down. Kept mumbling something about breaking it up into kindling wood and then spreading it around the town. I said to him, I said, uh, look here, my friend, hold on, wait, desist, whoa, stop. Put down that forest razor. Chop not a single chop. Woodman, woodman, spare that tree. Touch not a single bough. Three years it has protected me, and I'll protect it now. Now go chop an oak, get a birch or pine. But save old Slippery there, that's mine. That's the oldest tree my wife can't climb, Mr. Woodman. It's bad for me. I went further than that. I said, Woody, can you see that hole way up near that old treetop? That's the one. I got $5 in soft money hid up there, and it's yours if you refuse to chop. Now, you see, no one can climb that tree but me, because really, friend, it's too uh, slippery. Fact is, I can't get up there very well myself unless my wife is after me. <laughs> so you go home and get my little woman and bring her here, and I'm going to proceed to call her a very naughty word. Then all you have to do, Mr. Woodman, is stand by incognito while I do that perfect imitation of a bird. <laughs> now, you ain't going to know just where I go. That is, while my wife's around. But the only thing I ask you, Mr. Woodman, the only thing I ask you, if you don't see me here on the ground, Woody, you're going to spare that tree. Touch not a single bough. Because I'm going to be up there and I'll drop old five down to thee. The one I promised now. <laughs> you must make that axe behave. Because old Slippery there just must be saved. Man, that's a borderline twixt me and the grave. Mr. Woodman, Woody, spat. Please spat for me. <laughs> Frankie, you've been beefing all the way down to the city hall. What's the matter? I got a right to beef. You're all very inconsiderate. Dragging me out of a warm, homey pool room. <laughs> but if you want a tree, I'll talk to the mayor. He don't make a move without me. I'm here to see him every day. Hey, you know Mayor Baldwin? Intimately. <laughs> We're old friends. I call him Baldy, and he calls me... You wouldn't think a man in his position would use that kind of language. I see he knows you well. Yeah. Look, Remley, I tell you, I'm uh, thinking it over. You'd better wait here, and we'll go in and see him without you, huh? We'll be back. Well, here's the mayor's office. Now then, let's all go in together and assert ourselves. Pardon me. Are you the mayor? Yes, yes, come right in. Always glad to see the public. Make yourselves at home. Sit down, take your coats off, have a cigar. I suppose you're here to see me about the coming elections. Coming elections? 
Mr. Mayor, you've just been elected. You're all set for the next two years. I am. All right, stand up. Put your coats on and give me back those two cigars. <laughs> What's the idea of barging into my office like this? Mr. Mayor, we came in to see you about a Christmas tree. Why didn't you say so? I have some very nice trees. What size do you want? I sell them by the foot. <laughs> Always like to make a side buck or two. I'm an expert. I know all about trees. Well, that's a coincidence. Uh, we have a boy here who knows all about birds, bees, and fish. Go ahead, Willie. Tell him about the birds. Birds. A bird is a warm-blooded, feathered... feathered okay, bird. Willie, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Don't tell him all you know. Let him ask his own father. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, we want to know why the community Christmas tree isn't up. Yes, you're a disgrace to your office. Your incompetence is something... Now, just a moment. How dare you talk like that to a man in my esteemed position? Why, I'm a man of integrity, and you two are nothing but riffraff. Now, just a minute, bud. Quiet riff, I'm talking to Raff. <laughs> Mr. Mayor... Why don't we have a tree this year? Well, I'm sorry, madam, but it slipped our minds, and I'm afraid it's too late to put through an appropriation. Well, well, isn't there something you can do about it? Please? No, Alice, don't ask him. Demand it. Mr. Mayor, we are the taxpayers who put you in office. We pay your salary, and you're working for us. Oh, nuts. They always get me with that corny line. <laughs> What did I ever do to deserve a job like this? Now, now, Mr. Mayor, we're sorry. Most we didn't people want to... work for one boss and only take orders from him, but not me. I work for every crumb bum that comes into this office with a beat. Just because I'm the only Republican in the country in office, everybody picks on me. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, control yourself. Will you control your... And stop crying, you're wet in your dewy button. Well, it's enough to drive a man crazy. Everybody's always coming in here asking for favors, favors, favors. What's taking you people so long? Oh, hiya, Baldy. No, Remley, not you again. How many times do I have to tell you we can't keep the saloons open all night? not here for that. Oh, you must be lobbying for your uncle again. <laughs> now look, Remley, I've told you and I've told your uncle, I cannot give him a license to steal. <laughs> Frankie, hmm? your uncle wants a license to steal? Yeah. The only way he can be law-abiding and still make a living. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, if we buy a tree, will you allow us to put it up? Certainly. If you can find a 30-foot tree, it's okay with me. But I don't know where you're going to buy one that size at this late date. Oh, we don't have to buy one. I know exactly where to get one. I saw a lot of them up in the San Bernardino Mountains last week when I was there sheing. <laughs> Leave it to him to pronounce it that way. Hey, honey, let's go up 
there and get a tree. Might be fun to spend a day in the snow, huh? Okay, okay. While Willie is sheeing in the snow, you and I can go ice shading on the lake. <laughs> I love to ice shade. Let's do it. We can get Julius's delivery truck to bring the tree back. Hey, Rem, come on up with us, will you? No, thanks. I'm not a cold weather man. Now, wait a minute. I hear the lake's frozen over and we can do a little ice skating. Sorry, Curly. Once you take ice away from ginger ale, it loses all its sex appeal. <laughs> True. <laughs> Besides, I don't like cold weather. Now, wait a minute. You won't mind it if you dress warm. Look, you go home and get all the heavy clothes that you can find and then meet me at Julius's. And Alice, you better dress warm, too, because I hear they're having some storms up there. Oh, as long as you're with me, Phil, I won't have to dress warm. What do you mean, and why are the musicians picking up their instruments? The snow is snowing, the wind is blowing, but I will weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? December, just watch those icicles fall. What do I care if icicles fall? I've got my love to keep me warm. Off with my overcoat, off with my gloves, and eat no overcoat. I'm burning with love. My heart's on fire, the flame grows higher, so I will weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? I've got my love to keep me warm. Supposed to meet me here at the market, and the guy is always... Hi, Curly. Oh, hello, Remley. Mm -hmm. About time you showed up. We got to get stuck. What do you got on? A few warm clothes for the snow country. <laughs> Two suits of long underwear, four sweaters, a lumber jacket, a Mackinac, a parka, a coonskin cap, and a raccoon coat over the whole thing. <laughs> How do I look? Like a blob of hairy blubber. <laughs> What have you got in that case strapped around your waist? Batteries. <laughs> My red flannels are electrically heated. 
All that stuff and electric underwear? Aren't you a little overheated? No. I ain't plugged in. <laughs> and another thing, Remley, you got that coonskin cap on wrong. The tail's supposed to be in the back. Oh, Remley, you didn't have to put all that stuff on until we got... Oh, never mind. There's Julius. Hey, I've got to ask you if you'll loan us his truck. Hey, Julius! Hi, Mr. Harris! Hi, kid. Well, if it ain't in a nook of the north. <laughs> hey, Mr. Harris, what's Klondike Clyde dressed up for? <laughs> well, we're going up to the snow country, and he's prepared for it. Oh. What's that ridiculous-looking thing hanging down in front of his face? <laughs> That's his nose. <laughs> That's a tail. Oh. And his face is very becoming. <laughs> yeah, from the front, he looks like a sheepdog from the back. <laughs> oh, I am just convulsed by this hilarious routine, huh? <laughs> What's the matter with you guys? You think you never saw somebody wearing a nose muff before? What are you going up to the snow country for? Well, we're going up to get a community tree for the town, and, well, we want to borrow your delivery truck to bring it back, Julius. Can we have it? What kind of a question is that? For such a noble cause to help humanity, to bring you tight shit to my fellow townsmen, I'd have to be the lowest kind of heel to refuse permission for you gentlemen. All right, never mind the speech, never mind. Where are the keys to the truck? In my pocket, but you might have a little trouble getting up to the mountains. Why? I ain't gonna lend you the truck. <laughs> but you just made a big speech about noble causes. What was that for? I like to hear myself talk. <laughs> Okay, okay, you can do the driving. Now, come on, will you? We got to pick up Mrs. Harrison, Willie, and then, fellas, we're off to the mountain. Bill, Bill, can't we stop down one of these small trees? No, no, we're not going to give up. Now, we came up here to get a great big tree, and that's what we're going to get. Storm is getting worse. Let's get back to the truck. I'm freezing. That's the trouble with you women. You can't take it. I'd like to keep you warm, but I don't know how. <laughs> well, it might help if you gave me back my fur coat. <laughs> oh. Well, if you want to be selfish, take it. Here. Ooh. Hey, you're right. Freezing without that coat. How do you feel, Frankie? Very comfy. <laughs> I just plugged myself in. <laughs> My thermostat says I'm 78. <laughs> I think I'll turn it up to 85. Oh, please, let's get back to the truck. I... Oh, I... Phil... Bill, huh? you smell smoke? Yeah, I do. I, Frankie, it's coming from you. 
For me? Yeah. How do you like that? I got a short circuit in my red flannel. So <laughs> we've got to get out of here. I'm freezing. I'm freezing, too. I'm sweating. <laughs> Maybe I better turn down the damper on my underwear. <laughs> Frankie, will you be quiet a minute? It's freezing to death. Oh, Alice, I might as well confess. I hate to tell you this, but honey, we're lost. I don't know where we are. Well, what are you worrying about? If we're not back at the truck soon, Willie and Julius will come looking for us. Yeah, but suppose they get here late. It's getting colder every minute. We're lost in this bleak, desolate wilderness, and I'm freezing. Freezing? Do you hear me? Freezing! <laughs> excited about. Take it easy. How can I? I'm starting to get numb and my feet are frozen. Look at my little ankles. They're blue. My ankles are blue. Those are your socks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with your feet. I say there is something wrong. My leg is frozen stiff. Look, Frankie, I'm pinching it and there's no feeling in it. Why is there no feeling in my leg? Maybe it's because it's my leg you're pinching. <laughs> Well, this is a fine time for that. He's right, honey. Drag it out of the way. Now, look, kids, don't worry, because I'm going to get you out of this. And Alice, honey, control yourself. Don't get hysterical. Please don't get hysterical. I'm not hysterical. Don't argue with me. <laughs> and if you, Remley, will you keep calm and stop blubbering like a baby? Who's blubbering? I'm happy as a bird dog. <laughs> don't change the subject. Now, wait a minute, Frankie. Get a grip on yourself because we're a couple of big, strong men and it's up to us to rescue this frail woman. You're right. Let's get this frail out of here. <laughs> got lost. Frankie passed out and I had to drag him for a half a mile. How's Philip? Is he all right? Lift him off my back and see. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Julius, give me a hand. All that trouble and we didn't even get a tree. Oh, well, we got one. Julius and I found a big one right near where we parked the truck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, where are we? What happened? You're all right, Philip, and don't worry, I'm here. You I don't need. Where's the dog with the brandy? Hey, I need a drink, too. Pass the St. Bernard around. I got something to warm you up. Here, Mr. Emily, take a short swig of this. Yeah. All right, that's enough, Mr. Remley. I said that's enough. Let go of Julius, that stuff's terrific. And I ought to know because I'm a judge of good liquor. What's the name of it? Antifreeze. Poison, I'm dying. Now, take it easy, Remley. Take it easy. Don't get excited. Take it easy. You'll only... Look at him boil over. <laughs> Thank you.
Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. But right now, here's a stand-in for Santa Claus, your Rexall family druggist. Yes, friends, there are 10,000 such stand-ins for Santa this week. 10,000 independent family druggists who are ready, willing, and able to take the rush and worry out of your last-minute Christmas shopping. I need a gift idea for the ladies. Okay. How about Caranome? Caranome? The dearest name in cosmetics, my friend, and a Rexall exclusive. That's why your Rexall family druggist can show you distinctive Caranome gift sets for as low as a dollar and a quarter. On up to the most luxurious, completely fitted travel cases. A lifetime gift for $79. And the men on my gift list. Put them in the stag line, ma'am. For stag is Rexall's exclusive and popular line of men's toiletries. Designed for fine but completely masculine grooming, stag products are individually gift boxed for as little as 75 cents. On up to handsome combination sets and fitted bags for $15.95. And you've got lots more ideas like these? Dozens of them. No wonder you can stand in for Santa. And we'll be doing it all next week at the store with the orange and blue Rexall sign on the window. Make it your headquarters for Christmas shopping. Merry Christmas to all from Rexall. We're a little late, so good night, folks. Good night, everybody. This program was produced and transcribed by Paul Phillips. Be happy on Christmas Day. Eliminate the rush and worry, the disappointments of last-minute Christmas shopping. Tomorrow, take your gift list to your Rexall family druggist. His store is filled with distinctive, sure-to-please gifts for the home, for the children, for the entire family. Gift it's a pleasure to give, economical to buy. Look for the store with the orange and blue Rexall sign on the window. This week, it's headquarters for Just Right, Price Right Christmas Gift. Stay tuned for Sam Spade, then Maurice Evans on Theater Guild on NBC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.